Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. We are live here on Dirty Mo Live. Let's hear it, Dalton. Yeah, that was pretty good. Travis. Oh, already, dang. He already, already opened this. Uh, you're wait. supposed to wait. I can't wait. We moved this up just so you can you know, drink you've earlier. <laughs> you have. How have I changed? I don't know. Denny wins two races and now you're yeah. all the guy who opens his beer before. I was thirsty. Ego on this guy. Uh, Anyways, uh, Andrew Curlin here with Dalton Greco, Travis Rockhold here on Dirty Mo Live. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, first, I want to go back to something we were just chatting about before uh, the show started. Travis, yeah. you said you you set your alarm for six thirty yeah. in the morning. Yeah. And you said you can go to bed at any time. You said what time do you have to go to bed to wake up at six thirty? And yeah. I said, well, if you set an alarm, I can go to bed at any time. But like to be comfortable. You didn't say that. Okay, yeah, fine. You, then to be you, comfortable. You, I'm spot on on spot on Hold on a second. <laughs> Did I go to bed sober or not? That's a different question. <laughs> All right, say you do. I could go to bed at like 11 11:30 wake up at 6:30. I wake up at before 7 without do you not an alarm. value sleep? I wake up before 7 without an alarm when I go to bed on a daily basis. The difference this morning was I had a few pops mm. last night. There you go. Or were they pops or pops? Uh they were Pops. Okay, gotcha. And yeah. tequila. Anyways, <laughs> people probably don't care all that Not much all. about what time we wake up and go to bed. Up. This was, uh, we were talking about it and then we were going live and I wanted to finish my thought, Travis. So yeah. there it was. Um, we've got a lot of industry topics to talk about today yeah. and some follow ups. We're calling in the experts yeah. from a Dale Jr. download uh, perspective. Uh, we were talking about medium plus stakes on the download. Well, guess what? We've got a professional going to call in. Like a legit. Like she's oh, legit. Yeah. She's real And she's deal. going to tell us everything we need to know about medium plus steaks and how to cook it and what temperature needs mm-hmm. to be at. We're going to set the record straight here on Dirty Mo Live. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. She reached out and said, she's like, I'm an expert on this. I was like, well, come on. Her, yeah, her, let's credential, do it. her credentials back it up, too. She's got a long Like, it's list not like she's of, like, a, oh, I'm an expert no. on No, like no, legitimate. She's not a backyard barbecue kind of person. Yeah, no. Yeah. But first, we uh, this all started earlier, I think, in the week with DBC, and then the conversation carried over to an office debate. I ended up tweeting it out. We tweeted it out from the Dirty Mo platforms, and we wanted to uh, discuss it here on Dirty Mo Live. Do fans care about the regular season championship? And if they don't, why is that the case, and what can we do to make them care about the regular season championship, with which then led into a whole conversation on what's a good fix for the playoffs? How do we make this all gel together? Because right now I feel like the top of the point standings is relatively close, mm-hmm. and no one really seems to care about it. Mm-hmm. And don't you put a you put a poll out on Twitter? Yep. Forty-five percent of the fans said yes, the regular season championship matters, and I care about it. 
55% said no, it doesn't. That's fairly close. Yeah. I mean, closer than I thought it was going to be. I thought I thought for sure it was going to be probably 70% no, it doesn't matter. I agree. I thought it was going to be that. And also, I th- one of the reasons I thought that is there's only a couple drivers that have a legitimate chance mm-hmm. at that regular season. So I figured uh, fans of all those other drivers, yeah. they don't care because their driver's not. But and that, it, that brings into the point that um, DBC has made before of – you know, what's it, 20% of the drivers make up 80% of the fans? And yeah. Then, or their fans, and then, like, you know, vice Might even versa. Be less. Yeah, so, like, your Chase Elliott, well, Chase your Martin Truex, this year. well, yeah, he has not had a great year. Um, and that could be why a lot of people don't care. But uh, I, I didn't care about it when Chase or Larson was yeah. in it, though. Yeah, it could be. But this this poll yeah. that we did had over 1,000 votes, so you know it's a lot of – it's a it's a decent sample size of fans to say – you know, no, I don't. I don't really think it, it matters that much. Yeah, and uh, why? Why do you think that's the case? Uh, we don't put an emphasis on it enough. You don't hear about it. Um, you know, or at least I don't. I, they don't. I don't see a lot of promotion on social media about it. Um, I know there's a trophy, um, but that's but about it. What does a trophy mean? I, I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know that there's the 15 points, right? Going if you win the regular season championship, you get 15 playoff points going into the playoffs. And I'm sure that's helpful, but I mean it basically all but guarantees you to the final, the elite eight, right? Right, but then doesn't second point, to second place get ten points? Yeah. So you're really only so getting really five you're points. only getting five points yeah. over your competition, your toughest comp- like t- toughest competitor. And maybe that's why I don't care all that much. And by the way, I think just in general, uh, what I think we're giving away too many points, honestly. Mm. It's like, uh, you know, we're giving 15 away, then we're giving 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Like, enough with the, I feel like we're just giving away too many points in this situation. And uh, I actually got a text from someone who saw the tweet, and they said a good solution to fixing it would be give 15 points to the regular season champion, and then second place gets nothing. Was this person like an industry person or a a fan? or I'm just curious. Industry, okay. Yeah, that would be if you got fifteen and nobody else got. That would be massive. See, that's three it. race. That's three races worth. That makes it worth it. Now that, I would. I now would that, put everything on the line. To now get that those does guarantee points. you to yes the lead eight then, yeah, which I mean, is basically yeah. a first round buy, and and that's one of the things that we had on our our list of things to for fans to discuss. I like the idea of a first round buy because it's synonymous with other sports. It, it works for other sports, and I think that. Well, I'm not trying to make NASCAR another sport. I just feel like that's heavy enough and marketable enough for people to want to grab towards. It's hard for me to grasp the concept of points and where people stand without having a sheet next to me every day. Sure. Whereas with records in football and baseball, I can kind of go, okay, uh, the Mets are 101 and you know 60 or whatever it is. Like The, the reason that I, I don't know if I'm on board with the buy is in other sports, you're not going to be competing where that car school is still going to be out there and can still race – for points to get an advantage in the future. I mean, that's definitely fair. I just feel like the racing midseason, it's still going to be good racing towards the playoffs. I just think like the racing midseason would pick up. You would see a lot more aggressiveness out of these drivers if you knew like one car was going to get moved on to the second round immediately. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the more I've thought about it, I think th- – Whoever finishes at the top of the points probably needs to have some sort of 
reward for mm-hmm. those first 26 races, or else why would you care about racing for the point standings? Right. But calling it a championship after 26 races, when we're about to go start the playoffs, right. just feels weird. And I know you 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 chalked it up similar to like a conference championship yeah. or or you know something along that nature. I just don't think it plays the same in NASCAR, especially when you have the full field. It's like a conference championship. All right, yeah, you got a little mini tournament. You're playing against your group of people, and but this is a whole field thing. It's 26 races. You're competing against the same group that you will go on and play in the playoffs racing the playoffs, I, to me, it just it feels weird calling it a championship. Me too. And, and the trophy. I, I, and I get maybe there's a partnership it aspect to it. You know, it's a good place to sell. Hey, we're going to promote the regular season championship, the Coca-Cola regular yeah, season championship. It's, it's these guys. But I mean, we're yeah. seeing other sports at mid-season tournaments. Yeah, but that's are, – are you getting a ring for it? Yeah, you're going you're gonna to get, get a trophy like – I don't. I don't think it's that crazy to celebrate. The thing is, is if we put emphasis and media celebrated the regular season championship, there's a trophy. There's all sorts of. If you build it up, I think it becomes bigger, or it, you maybe add a couple more incentives, then it's worth something. But right now, maybe not because fans don't really hear much about it, and all you get is a five point advantage. Do you think drivers care about the regular season championship? Like, uh, like compared to standing wise, a, probably to get those playoff points. But when the, competition wise, probably do yeah. You, do you think? When and if Martin Truex Jr. retires, right, he looks back on his career and goes, "Man, no. those, all those regular season championships never gonna cross." That's what I mean. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not prestigious. And it's that's not, another there thing. Has, there's no weight. Uh, I think winning a conference championship, maybe more on the college level than it would be on the professional side in like the NBA, NHL, that ends up in a stat category somewhere. Right. This is not going to end up in a stat category anywhere. That's where I feel like I have a problem with it. We we had uh, fans and industry members chime in on social media. Um, Aaron Bearden, who's a, who's a great industry member, does an excellent job in the media core in NASCAR. Uh, he tweeted out, No one cares that the Packers won 13 games in the NFC North in three straight seasons from 2019 to 21. They care that they failed to reach the Super Bowl in any of those years. When you create a playoff format, fans tend to only care about the playoffs at the end of the year. That's fair. And that's the that's I think is a great way of of, yes. of tying that up. Is like, why do we care about this championship when there's another way more important playoff exactly. that's about to start? Exactly. I, I just I I don't know. I I don't think that championship is the right word. I think maybe like seeding makes a little bit more sense. Um, so what would word that that we brought that? What word would you like? I think you you uh, okay. So uh, do drivers care about the regular season championship? Uh, uh, duh is the answer. It's three extra wins. Is that from that's from D H himself? Okay, I mean that's did you just text him? Yes. <laughs> um, that's I mean that's a fair but point. Is it three extra but, wins but relative him, to who though? What about like? Looking back on his career, is he gonna go like, I oh man, those four regular season championships? But hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. Denny just answered it. It's the it's only it's a competition it's, thing. Yes, you could get rid of the name regular season championship, award the same reward, and Denny's gonna care about it just as much as he does now. Yes, I agree. You could call get rid it, of the trophy. I don't think yeah. he cares. No, but I don't think he cares at all about the trophy. Sure, it's three 
extra wins, but relative to second place, it's only one. Now, again, that's still significant. That's five positions on the racetrack when it comes yeah, to the playoffs. I'm not saying it's not significant. But, I don't know, I just feel like the fact that we dilute the points so much throughout the rest of the top ten makes winning the actual, like, oh, you get five points over right. your competition for being the top at the, the end of the point standings at the end of the year. That just yeah. doesn't seem like a lot to me. So we asked for solutions, right? We we already talked about the all or nothing, 15 points to the winner, nothing else to second place. Like um, the regular This one comes from Paul Humphrey. Regular season champ gets the number one pit stall in the playoffs for as long as they're eligible. Kind of like a home field advantage type thing. So like as so is it like as long as they hold first place? No, until they're as eliminated. long as you're in the playoffs. Oh, until they're eliminated. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. I like. I do like. I thought it was only for one race. I'm like that. Doesn't that is big. Because think imagine about making it all the way to Phoenix and you know you're gonna get the number one pit stop. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I, like, I kind of like that especially idea. Especially think about someone like William Byron, whose crew is Lights up out. there at the top. I guess. And we saw them yeah. when he's got that first box. They just, they don't miss. Yep. Well, before you think of those solutions, you know, what about the other side of the argument? There's several people on here, you know, talking about going back to the Winston format. And, just straight up and points. Just, they're just, exactly. Start to finish. What the I will, playoffs being done with, and it, it is, obviously, the, the regular season then becomes right. – major what i will that side of the argument what i will say about that and and i i love the old format and i and i think that the old format was great for what it was but in in sports and in everything else in life if you don't change you die right it's like if you don't move it it atrophies so like i think that it's inevitable that formats have changed that we have a playoff that there are things that are going to be changed about the point scoring format um but maybe there is like some homage that we could pay to that of like you know okay you won like like let's name it something and and not just the nascar regular season championship i know we can't use winston anymore but we could say like the such and such championship there are different the championships in championship. golf. yeah i like that yeah <laughs> but there are different championships in golf maybe it's like and it's the the fedex cup and the open and none of them are necessarily sponsored but it could be like the coca-cola like championship this, this quote from napa racing fan 927 the regular season championship is their way of saying sorry if our regular system didn't uh reward a deserving champion right. here's here's so, who should have been the right champion. right 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 so that to me because there's the constant when we went to the new playoff mm -hmm. format that we know now it i mean the the old school you know classic race fans you know the uh i'm, I'm blanking out purists. on the word the, the purists. purists thank you the purists didn't like that because yep. it's like we're deciding our whole season on one race. Yep. Nothing else matters before it. Well, now you kind of get a little bit of a mix of both. And I, I think I'm okay with that. I love the entertainment value and the TV value mm -hmm. that you get from the current playoff format. I mean, heck, I'll even go. This might be slightly unpopular, but I don't mind settling the championship in a one race Showdown. You don't get the Hail Melon last year in the old true. format. Yeah. No, you don't. And 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 heck, someone maybe could have even been claimed crowned the champion by the time we finished Martinsville. The we would have and Phoenix would have meant nothing. The only thing I would say is I think the final race needs to be moved on lo the location. Every yeah, time. I agree. But that's a topic for another. Yeah. Time. I mean, Phoenix. I, go back to home. Another thing. I agree. Another option I thought yeah. about instead of the. Um, I wouldn't do it for every race in the playoffs, but. Uh, you're the pole. 
to start a race maybe oh see that's, see, that's not a bad idea I brought, that, I brought that up too that like those first 16 you get that track you get position. seated in that 16 oh. for the first race or you know and then like whatever you're if you go up a position or down a couple positions from that race then that's where you start the next week like you start if if you know denny's in fifth coming into the first week of the playoffs and then he dnfs but he's all the way down to 14th in the standing i think that's actually a pretty fair way of what if whatever your seed is going into the playoffs that's how they started the cars in every single race. So it's like if, if you win the regular season championship, yeah, you're guaranteed the pole. But say it, uh, Truex, I don't know the current standings right now, but say Truex is second in points. I think it's Truex. He's, Byron's he's leading the Byron's points. Second. Okay. Yeah. Say it's, okay. Byron's second in points. Truex is leading the points. Truex gets eliminated. Byron then gets reseeded up to that top spot. You know what I mean? But no matter what, if Truex and Byron are in the playoffs together. Truex is always starting in front of him and vice versa as it trickles down. I kind of like that. Yeah. Like Seeding in terms of starting position, if you're in it, you're going to start up front no, I kinda, and you're going to start I, in I still X want, position. I still want qualifying. Yes. but Yeah. But you I could, could actually do away with qualifying if we no, go with that. No, I, I still want it, but that's where I see. I think the, the winner of the regular season gets that, but then you have to qualify so that, let's say, Chase Elliott doesn't make the playoffs – all of a sudden, he's up there. He qualifies fifth. Like you got to deal with some people that aren't in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's that is the that is the the fun aspect to racing in the playoffs with an entire field around you. You know, you still have to race the rest of the field. Um, I don't know. Those are some interesting ideas, though. Should we put this on hold? I think we should. I think we're gonna. I'm hear pumped from our. I'm pumped about this. Yes, so. I think we should. <coughs> we are going to call. Um, Danielle. Danielle. She is known as Danielle Diva Q. Barbecue. Diva Q Barbecue. <laughs> I've been affectionately calling her the Barbecue Diva. I hope that doesn't bother it's her. It's in her type. It's in her I handle. Mean, hey, yeah. But uh, so we're going to call her here, and I think our guys are getting on it. And this is to settle the Medium Plus debate. Yeah. I can't here believe we go. I can't I believe nobody in the control room had her, never heard of Medium Plus before. Well, we're about to talk about it, Travis. <laughs> Hello, Danielle. Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm doing great. Welcome to Dirty Mo Live. We're so happy to have you on. Thank you all very much. Appreciate it. All right. So settle this for us. Um, all of us here, <laughs> we have no idea what the hell Medium Plus is. No, that's, is. that's a lie. This is... Uh, okay, I've, heard of, I've heard of it before. I don't think it's... <laughs> I can't believe nobody in the control room has never heard of it before. So, Danielle, how common is this phrase, I guess? It's bullshit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you heard it here first from the barbecue diva herself. Yeah, we need to talk about this, guys. Like, yes. Seriously. Yes. All right. People. So wait. All right. So I'm gonna put it in perspective for all of you, okay? In language that you will understand, okay? And that everybody will understand. That that's a huge NASCAR fan like I am. If you change the PSI on a tire you change increments, right? Yes. Like in five degrees or whatever, right? So all those little small increments change performance and traction. So same thing with a steak. If you change small increments, you will change the texture, the way the flavor is, mm -hmm. uh, whether there's myoglobin in there, which is the juicy, watery stuff. It's not blood. It's, it's called my myoglobin. Stuff. 
Um, and you get all that good stuff, right? Right. And the people that are asking for a medium plus A typically don't really like steak, really. Generally. <laughs> um, and, and and there's no medium plus because that just is a well-done steak. A well-done steak is anything over about 145 degrees. The reason that everybody typically that appreciates steak, um, and I, I'm going to absolutely say this, it, you know, orders a medium rare steak is because that is actually the optimum temperature between about 130 to 135 degrees internal temperature, where the most amount of juiciness is occurring. And the tenderness factor is at the prime because the cell structure has just started to unravel, but it hasn't unraveled as much as it has gone to a well done or a medium steak. Now, Anybody who truly appreciates a steak and doesn't slather it with A1. Um, oh. an absolute dig there. <laughs> um, will understand that there is a massive difference in every five degrees. Massive textural, hmm. absolute flavor profile, absolute juiciness. But there is no such thing as medium plus. That is an overcooked steak, so everybody. I have I have a question then because they um, Steve Latart said that he likes it at one forty. So does that mm -hmm. so that five degrees difference from one thirty five to one forty? Yes. Isn't that then? Is that does at that point is it basically the same? Medium. As, no, it's not the same. It's if you're in a medium state, um, but you're that's not a medium plus. A medium plus is literally one hundred forty five up. Right. Uh, it, it doesn't really exist. There's only really, you know, like five categories of steak. There's blue rare, rare, medium rare, medium, well done, a.k.a. cardboard, a.k.a. <laughs> shoe leather, a.k.a. why are you cooking a good steak? Gotcha. You know, so at that point, it's true. That's it. So if basically if somebody wants a temperature between medium and medium well, they're just wrong. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's their house. Right. <laughs> and it's their flavor profile. And, I mean, if Dale wants to put an A1 sauce slathered all over it, it's his house. He's paying the bill. <laughs> the I'm... other thing, I, I just want to go out on a limb here because I was absolutely watching this and going, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, and, and, and I will tell you right now, if I am at a good quality steakhouse, and, of course, you know, I've taught over 20,000 students how to barbecue and grill. So I might have a few inclinations on just a what a good steak, yeah. just a good, you know, I might have a clue about what a good <laughs> steak is. One of the key things for me is that if you are going to go and you're going to have a good quality steak at a good quality steakhouse, and if it comes out five degrees more, you're damn right. I'm going to speak up. Oh, okay. I'm not spending, oh, wow. I'm not spending that kind of money to get shoe leather. I'm not going to spend that kind of money as a consumer to get not what I want. But also that comes into play for those people who want a more well done steak. If they're footing the bill, it's their house. They're allowed to choose okay. exactly what temperature they want. I don't agree with it, and I certainly wouldn't enjoy it. But if somebody came into my establishment, or if I'm cooking at home, and somebody said, "Hey, you know what? I only like a you know medium plus <laughs> steak done, yeah. or a well done steak," I'm gonna say, "Okay, what is the issue here? Like, is it the juicy factor? Is it the texture of the steak?" Because how you cook the steak also can affect the mouthfeel. Mm. And a lot of times people that don't like or appreciate a good steak at medium rare um, is because they don't like the gush factor. You guys right. know what I mean, right? Yeah, you bite it's a little into squishy. It, yeah. and, and it's, it's the squishy. Yeah, it's that squishy thing that everybody doesn't like. So <laughs> yeah. if, they, if they don't like that, then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cook them a steak reverse seared. I'm going to smoke it to 100 degrees first. I'm going to bring up the temperature nice and low and slow. That I'm way hungry. that you have the most <laughs> consistently cooked steak from top to bottom. And the other thing is that you remove a lot of that gush factor because of the consistency factor. 
you know, a lot of times we convert people, um, especially with, with classes that they don't want that medium plus steak. They just don't want the gush. Right. Mm. Do you think the average person can even tell the difference in like five degrees? I think so. If you are not putting slathered, so, you know, sauce all over right, it. Yeah. Right. Because the steak gets drier. It, it's a fact of nature that as those cell structures unravel, it's kind of like, a, you know, a, a tight bunch of grapes. If you squash them all down really fast, they're going to lose all their juice. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you do it nice and low and slow and, and you take care of that steak properly and you cook it well, um, you're going to have a great mouth feel to it in general. But, yeah, I think if you are paying that kind of money, I'm going to pay attention to my bite. You're damn right I am. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Danielle, if I were to walk into your restaurant and I was one of yeah. these guys that said, cook me a steak medium plus, what are you doing? Yep. Are you paying my paycheck? Yes, damn right I am. Okay. <laughs> Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go, okay, yes, sir, thank you very much. I hope you have a great day. Meanwhile, in the back, I'm going to go, this idiot doesn't know how to order a steak. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you cook it? Do you just send out a medium steak? Yeah, so what I do is actually I put up the temperature. I'd actually do it low and slow to begin with because I'm still going to give you a quality product. And, you know, I use Traeger grills at home. Of course, everybody knows that. Um, I would literally bring up the internal temperature really low and slow. Um, I'd be monitoring it with a digital thermometer. You know, one of the great things about, you know, technology as, as it progresses is that we can now monitor the internal temperatures of our meats. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, using a meter probe or, or a digital read thermometer. One of the great things about that is that I'm going to bring it up low and slow so that it keeps as much of the juiciness in there as possible because it's all about the shrinkage factor. Everybody mm -hmm. in life knows that everything comes down to the shrinkage factor when it comes to cooking meat. You don't want to shrink up the meat too quickly because you lose all the juiciness. So the lower and the slower you can do it, that's, you know, you're going to end up with a better result. And then I'm going to hit it with some hot heat at the end. And I'm still going to give them a juicy steak. It's just, you know, it's going to take a little bit longer. I gotcha. Wow. I feel like I... I've learned so much, so much, just from hearing you, you talk just just there, and we will relay this information. Oh yeah, I'm gonna to Dale. Dale. I mean, I think he's gonna be very interested yeah. to hear. I think Latart's gonna be. I don't know how he's gonna he, handle Steve this. Steve Latart's gonna be quite upset. Yeah, I mean, we so we did Dirty Mo Dough, and the first thing we talked about, we spent five to ten minutes discussing this because him and the professor are medium plus people. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Why? Are they, why are they going to a high-end steakhouse? Grab a hamburger and have a good day. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Oh, oh, I can't wait to hear that. Shots fired. I'm okay Shots with defending fired. my position on this completely, but like you know, I've cooked a few tons of, of meat this year already, so, and that's that, that's a lack of appreciation of the meat at that point, as far as I'm concerned. What was your reaction when Dale said he puts uh, a one on a steak? I'd heard him say that before in a previous one, and <laughs> you know. If he's paying the check, it's his house. There you if go. He's my house. Uh, if, if he's coming to my house for dinner, it would be probably more more something that would be, I think, in my opinion, more complimentary, which would be a smoke roasted, uh, you know, smoke roasted, con you know, compound butter, something a little more delicious. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he here's the thing, it's his house. If he wants to put it on there, all the power to you. I'm just not going to serve it like that in my house. I, wow, I, love it. I respect it. Well, Danielle, first of all, thank you so much for coming on and <laughs> telling us all about this steak. Where can we go to find you? You can always find me online, DBQ, BBQ, across every single social media platform. All or right. on a plane going to teach some, you know, somebody else how to grill and barbecue. Well, really I'll tell you it. what. I hope we cross paths someday because I would love to eat a steak that you prepare. And uh, <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we get some more features here soon. That would be awesome. Absolutely. I was taking notes the whole time. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> All well, right, y'all. Have a good one. Thank you Thanks, so much. Thanks, Danielle. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. I'm hungry now. I am Oh, that settles starving. it right there. Man, the, the barbecue diva brought it. 
Yeah. That was, that was awesome. So that um, was here's, so cool. here's what I thought was the most interesting. She's like, if you want medium plus, all right, she's going to do some investigating. Like, mm-hmm. how, what is it about your yeah. steak that you... Yeah, who hurt you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Who hurt you and how can I fix it? And then, so she's like, all right, well, if it's this, then I'm maybe do a reverse sear. And I don't know right. if I'm using the right no, terms. you are. I, but, like, she had solutions yep. to the medium plus debacle. Um. Man, that was so cool. That was like listening to like the that Chad awesome. Canals of steak. Like, yeah, tell me seriously. How to, like, I learned a lot. Yeah, I learned, exactly. I learned so much. Um, I am also a <laughs> medium rare, no steak sauce kind of guy. So I feel like we get. A, I'm a we me- would get along. I'm a medium guy. That's fair. That's fair. I I just like medium to, as well. I I like to have the steak how it's intended to be, and that's like like from her. She said a steak. I'll admit I right. was ignorant to the fact of I assumed that all of that was blood too. Mm-hmm. I, I the juices. Yes, I thought yes, every so bit of totally that was blood. Yeah. So I, I, I was until TikTok. I'm, I saw a video told me. So I'm yeah, telling that, you, that may you, have changed a few things. If for you me. don't order your steak yeah. medium rare, try it once. Maybe go down to medium and then go to medium rare. It is the best way to enjoy a steak, especially I, I, at a good. I'm going to order medium I don't think negative. I yeah. Medium, neg- medium blue. negative. Blue. Yeah. Can you order yours blue? Oh, I get mine rare every once in a while. Oh yeah, I'd like to. I'd like the steak tartare, please. Yeah. I've had that too. I want a heartbeat on that thing. Shouldn't be afraid of a steak. Um, So before we move on, to go back to the championship real fast. We have more uh, DH. No, no DH. I reached out to uh, my good friend Marty Smith, and he said in terms of historical and overall relevance, Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So it's only in the moment for that season. Exactly. Yeah. It holds no value past the season. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Speaking we got some of, great like, perspectives like who, here. Who, who won so, it last year? The regular I season. No. I think Chase, Chase or Elliott. Larson. It wasn't Logano. It was one of the two. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. So, I think it was Chase. Yeah. But. Moving on from that point, and speaking about championships, um, yesterday was a big day for NASCAR. Yeah. And uh, a lot uh, Corey of Corey LaJoy going to stay at Spire. Yeah. Corey LaJoy <laughs> is going to stay at Spire. Um, <laughs> no. The uh, 2024. Is, big. is that 2024? Uh, yep. Class of inductees for the Hall of Fame was selected. Including Chad Knauss, Johnny Johnson. Allison, and one Jimmy Johnson, as well as I forget her name, but she was in the uh, landmark. Jenna Guthrie. Yeah. Thank you uh, for the landmark award. Um, and it came out that JJ was not voted in unanimously. Show your faces, cowards. I Four want panelists. names. <laughs> I want the names of these people. Yeah. Because I don't understand how you can look a man in the face who's won seven championships in NASCAR and not vote for him. Yeah, I, I was certain we were going to get a unanimous vote. But I, then knew we after I knew the, we weren't. After the Jeff Gordon debacle where he wasn't voted in, I feel like those same people who did not vote for Jeff Gordon are going to use their same stupid reasons yep. to not vote for Jimmy Johnson and yeah. or Chad Knauss. Yep. I, I'm okay. I could, I could hear a reason. If someone wanted to explain why they didn't vote for Chad, I'm willing to listen and then decide if they were wrong or not. The Jimmy, there is there isn't a reason. There's there is no, no reason. There it's a respect there thing. There's no reason. So Denny Hamlin tweeted, and I think this is uh, a great way of teeing it up. He said, to be a panelist is an honor that should be taken seriously. What four people did today is a joke of that honor, and for what? It can only be a couple of reasons a person would decide not to give someone like Jimmy their vote. And he gave five reasons. One, you don't like them. Two, you weren't voted in unanimously and you're repaying the favor. Three, you feel as though they will get 
they will have other years to get in, and you want to vote for someone in their final year of eligibility. Four, you voted for your buddy instead. And five, you haven't watched race in 20 years. <laughs> That's what Denny had <laughs> I to love say. Five. Dude, I was ready to run <laughs> through a brick wall after he said that. I was um, like, let's go. But, yeah, and, and I've heard a, number six, if I were to add to that list, is you know Jimmy's going to get in, so you're going to try and give your second vote to someone else. But here's where I even disagree with that. Chad Knauss is a very clear, in my mind, second pick. Yeah, I agree. So it's like, who else are you voting for that you think so, is going to somehow and, leapfrog Chad in and this let situation? Me put, let me put myself in someone's, let's, let's say, I think another person on there was Jeff Burton, right? Definitely phenomenal race car driver, nothing against Jeff, just putting myself in his shoes. If I found out that someone was like, hey, buddy, I didn't vote for Jimmy, I voted for you, just letting you know, I'd be like, why are you pitying me? Like, why? Like, don't give me the pity vote. Like, vote, like, Jimmy Johnson won seven damn championships, five of them in a row. I think that, like, he deserves a little bit of credit, and I, like, don't give me three votes out of pity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let me earn them. I, I, unfortunately, you have to go up against that guy, but it's, yeah, I, I just didn't, I don't agree and, with that. To the people that are like, well, Chad had Jimmy, so, you know, it's kind of like the oh, Bill Belichick. Oh, come on. I'm, one of the th other things is look at all the people that Jimmy won, or Chad won was crew chief for Jimmy, but also all the other people that have come up through the industry because of him. Yeah. Like his like coaching tree of people, yep. that like the impact. It's not just Jimmy that he's had. Like he's done a whole lot more with the sport than just that. Yeah. Uh, I, now, I, think, I, I think a dynamic duo like that should be celebrated. I would say like if uh, Carl was up for it, right? Yeah. Yes. If had he had a championship, then I think it could have. Maybe got, he could have leapfrogged Chad. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. I Although see I don't know, man. Chad Canals to me seems like a first bout. I mean, he was. Is, is, but before going into it, is first ballot Hall of Famer. Is, like, just with that legendary of a career. I'm going to ask a question. It might be stupid. Is Chad Canales on your Mount Rushmore of crew chiefs? Oh, yes. Is he? I would I would say so. Yes, I mean, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So then, like, how do you not vote? Like, there's the Mount Rushmore. They get in first ballot. Like, it's just, that's just the way it is. I don't, I don't, I, so Jimmy and Chad were dynamic. And if you were a fan of NASCAR, like Denny said, in the last 20 years, I don't understand how you don't vote. For Jimmy Johnson and this whole thing that like well Richard Petty didn't get unanimous. Richard Petty also came out. And Neither said, did Dale Earnhardt. There was also a and that a, was the first group. Well, by the way, there was a log, there was a was log up. jam, and so I believe Richard said vote some of those other people right. in first. So like he came out like so this whole like Richard Petty didn't get in on for unanimous. So like no, nobody should. Is this dumb? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so but stupid. like I I think they should the votes should be made public yeah i honestly believe that well so. through po through a slow process of elimination we've seen people slowly tweet their ballots out showing they voted for jimmy and chad so you can rule them out we're gonna get down and to there's the final not, four and it's not like there's a thousand voters it's like it's yeah a like hundred or like, no, it's like, it's like yeah there's not yeah. many yeah so yeah so i don't know but hey all of that cast aside i cannot think of a just more a, a better representation of a Hall of Fame class this year. I mean, no, I was what an unbelievable this this is such a great group. Jimmy Johnson, Chad Knauss, Donnie Allison. Yep. Those are your three Hall of Famers going and Janet in. getting the landmark. And then Janet yep. Guthrie being the landmark. Perfect. I mean, that is literally yes. I feel like the most perfect ballot we have ha we have mm -hmm. had. Yep, I would agree. I mean, I, I, modern 
times. Obviously, the first induction right, was, was you, know, you got to get all the big players. I mean, but this feels just so right on all my accounts. My guy Banjo. Banjo Matthews. Banjo hey, Matthews. he finished in second behind Donnie Allison. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna start Banjo's a, a, time a, a, could be starting. I'm pushing for him next year. Like, oh, yeah. I, I need a man. His, his time could be coming up pretty soon. I mean, we heard Donnie Allison... How um, vocal he was yeah, for people, Banjo yeah, Matthews. People need to, We've heard we about Donnie on two weeks ago, three weeks yeah. ago, and we we had him on just a few weeks ago. People talking need to go about, look back and listen to that. Yeah, yeah, just talking about what it would mean to be in the Hall of Fame and how crazy is it? Two weeks later, he's inducted into it. Donnie was such a nice guy when I got to talk to him oh, yeah. on the lobby. I mean, he just carried a conversation, and it was like I said, it was like we were like old friends. I mean, just like he'd known me, known me for years. Super cool to be able to talk to someone from the Alabama gang, you know, like yeah. just that's truly is history right there. And for him to make it in, I'm I'm proud. Um, you know, obviously I didn't watch NASCAR back then because I wasn't born back then. Mm-hmm. But it is the history of the sport. He deserves to be in. I'm happy about that. But yeah, uh, you know, all it's you know we're we're joking a little bit about you know I want names and whatever. But no, I do. I'm I not mean, joking. I I understand, but like yeah, I just I just don't get I just don't get it. I I I don't understand how you don't vote for. Michael Jordan for like, you and, know like that's even it's just that, kind that. Of stuff. I mean we talked about Imagine, Derek Jeter didn't get in. You Derek so like you're going down. If I'm on that ballot, or if I'm voting on that panel, you know how cool it is to forever be able to say I was one of the hand like per small group of people who voted Jimmy Johnson into yep, the, hall, into of the fame. hall of Fame. Yep. You know I've, Chad Canals, Donnie Allison. I've got a conspiracy theory. Oh, what no. do you got? You oh no 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 no! I don't even want you to say this. This is so stupid. Well, no, I want to no. know. No 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 no. This what if is Jimmy not even told wor- four people not to vote for him to create no, more buzz this is, about it? This is not even worth. This is not even no, worth the time. No no no. That's I know, not the case. I know he. But it would it. be funny. It would be funny if that was. The I'm case. I'm gonna adamantly shoot that one. Though. If it was if it was one person, then maybe I could I could run with it for a little bit. You're talking about the nicest guy. Oh, I know. I'm joking. In the NASCAR garage, the smallest ego of a seven time champion ever mm-hmm. in Jimmy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like it's unbelievable. He walks around. You would never guess he's a seven time champion. That's so cool. Yeah. Happy for him. Happy for that group. And and just that duo, man. It's yeah. it's just perfect. It's it's it's. Jordan and Pippen almost. Yeah, it's, it's, going in together. Except for, yeah. these, two, except not, for these two get along. Just to like yeah, each other. well, but you know what I mean. It's 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 like that. Yeah. Oh man. Where are we at? Do All you right. have do you have bets to watch? Yeah. Real quick. Dirty Mo Oh, yeah. We This uh, was an interesting week. Uh if you can do it in like two minutes. Watch out for Harvick. Okay. This is a crazy five of the last seven at Michigan. Harvick's won. All right. Yeah. They've and Fords have won the last eight. Okay. And when was the last non Ford? Uh two thousand fifteen. With Kenseth. No. I thought Larson came sooner. Larson won. Seventeen. Larson in yeah, seventeen. 17. Kenseth, Kenseth in fifteen. Bush, Bush in 11. eleven. Oh my gosh. You guys are like <laughs> on it. Completely insane. But yeah, we have a lot uh <laughs> Dirty Modo just came out. Uh we have a lot of uh matchup bets to take a look at. And that's okay. The matchup bets is where Chopper is at his best. He was eight and four on his bets last week. The he's chopper. crushing the, the matchups. Um, past few weeks he's missed the winner, but that's a little harder. But the matchups, um, especially with the professor's predictor model, it really. Um, I'll say this though: was this mentioned at all? If there's ever a year where it won't fall Ford's way at a track they're dominant at, it would be this year. Might be. Anyone ever say that? Um, we were talking about the Toyotas with Truex and Hamlin. But I mean, I took in our what's the bet segment. I took Ford's first over Chevy 
uh, Latart took Ford over both Toyota and Chevy. Oh, wow. So, like, that would be my only worry is Ford historically is good at this track. But, man, they're just not good this year. I mean, that would really be telling if they don't show up. But it's also, you got to like, think yeah. about, they would tell, say a lot about Ford. Who won at Fontana? Cobbush. Like a similar-ish type track, you know. Yeah. Was it Big, a Kyle Busch? Two yeah. mile. Yeah, it was Kyle Busch. So we'll I see. I don't know. I would well, just, I'd be, I'd be skeptical about Fords. But like you said, if there's any week for Harvick to win, it's gonna be this one. Dirty Mo Doe is out right now. Awesome. It actually got go listen to it while we were doing Dirty Mo Live. So go Good listen, stuff, folks. Hey, we learned a lot. We discussed a lot, and I'm gonna go order. I'm gonna have a steak tonight. Steak. Yeah. The correct way. Shout and out. I'm going to have to go to Danielle. Yes. And I'm going to have to go to her establishment and probably uh, order, order uh, a I'm steak have to from there. Or, uh, buy her book or something. I think she's yes, got a book out. I think so, she does have a book out. Um, yeah. Follow DivaQ, Barbecue, Danielle. That was great. Thank you so much. I hope we get more people to call in. That was so much yeah, fun. Yeah, it was great. So we got to get more callers. Maybe now the, that we know we can do this. Maybe the next time we'll have uh, the commish, DH. Maybe he could call yeah. in at one point. Yeah, Denny's ever got anything on his so. mind but can't make it over here. Yeah. Call yeah, but, in, Yeah, man. but I'm like, save for the pod. Yeah. Yeah. No, come on. Uh, yeah, no, just kidding. Um, all right, follow <laughs> us on social media, Dirty Mo Media, and uh, leave us some reviews on some podcasts. Buy our merch. Send us presents. I don't know. We got more stuff to plug, but uh, I think that's going to be it. Send us steaks. Send us steaks. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks y'all. We'll see you next week. See ya. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.